Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. This is why your alcohol intake is keeping you away from your weight loss goals. Let's start with saying this on today's podcast. Alcohol drinking is so ingrained into our culture, into our lifestyles, and whether you are celebrating or commiserating, alcohol is always somehow intertwined into that event. So if you are celebrating the fact that you got a raise at work, if you are celebrating you won the lottery, for example, if you are celebrating something good that happened in your life or some kind of party, some kind of festivity, alcohol is very much ingrained into that. If you are getting divorced, then I've heard there's things like divorce parties. If you are having a shit day or if you've ever had those kinds of shit days where you just felt like drinking a whole bunch of alcohol and almost writing yourself off, then you can resonate with how alcohol is on both sides of the coin for the good times and also for the shit. Now, that is a little bit of a problem because if it is the solution for a good time as well as bad times, then that means there's going to be plenty of instances where alcohol is going to be involved. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Personally, I don't like alcohol. I don't like the taste of it and I never really have enjoyed the taste of alcohol and wine and beer, none of it, right? So, And that's just my personal thing. And I'm acutely aware that just because I don't like it doesn't mean that I should be jumping on this podcast and putting absolute shit on alcohol and telling you all that you should never drink again just because I don't like it. I'm very much aware that there is plenty of people out there that enjoy a drink, which is fine. So this podcast isn't aimed at shitting on alcohol consumption, but more so this podcast is about bringing to your awareness of how exactly your alcohol consumption is most likely affecting your weight loss goal and how it is affecting the progress that you need in order to achieve your weight loss goals. So that is all the intention of today. It's not so much to talk shit about alcohol. It's more just to give you a different perspective and help you to see your alcohol consumption, help you to understand of how your alcohol consumption isn't necessarily going to help you to achieve your weight loss goal. Alcohol is actually a drug. And it's the most widely used drug here in Australia, as I'm sure it is in many other countries around the world. And some people are a little shocked when they hear me say that alcohol is a drug because the problem is just through movies and the news and whatever articles we've read over the years, we have associated a drug with something like heroin and cocaine and ice and all of these other drugs. And we don't necessarily associate alcohol with being a drug. And in fact, it actually is a drug. And it's just, I think, 
because it has been socially so socially accepted into our culture and into our environment and into festivities and into the good, the bad, the ugly, alcohol is just always seems to be there. So for that reason there, I don't think we associate with a, a drug being alcohol. So I think first and foremost, you need to understand that it actually is a drug and it's the most widely used one here in Australia, as I'm sure it is all around other countries in the world as well. Now, most people are aware of alcohol interfering with their weight loss, but this podcast is to help you to understand at a more clear, deeper level on the three main reasons of how exactly it affects weight loss. And I think that most people have an idea on alcohol obstructing or getting in the way of their fat loss or their weight loss journey because at some point I find most people that were drinking too much alcohol and had their had the goal of wanting to lose a bit of weight then they've either kind of through trial and error they've reduced either reduced the amount of alcohol that they have were consuming or they've just cut it out completely to find that they just dropped a whole bunch of weight. So I think either if you haven't experienced this yourself, you at least know a friend or a family that matches a description of where they have reduced their alcohol consumption. And as a result, they've reduced the amount of calories that they were consuming. And as a result, they lost weight. So let's get into the three main reasons of why drinking alcohol can prevent you from your prevent you from achieving your weight loss goal and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you the tips that I use with many of my clients that do enjoy drinking alcohol to understand and to implement to make sure that they can still continue to drink alcohol and it not necessarily interfere with their weight loss goal. Does that sound like a good plan? I think it does. So let's get into the three main reasons of why alcohol is preventing your weight loss journey. Number one, calories, high in calories. Many wines, many beers are loaded with calories. And for the most part, the problem is with these kinds of calories that these alcohol, these alcohols cons- are involved with, they are actually empty calories, which means that there is no real vitamins, there is no real nutrients, there is no real good shit that is associated with these calories. And that is why this is what the definition of what an em- of what we call an empty calorie and other foods that go into the empty calorie basket are things like lollies, all of those kinds of made up manufactured, very, very highly processed foods. And most alcohol falls into the idea of being a empty calorie and of course being quite high in calories. And the problem with alcohol is that it's very, because it's very easy to consume, I mean, it's literally as easy as drinking water, because it's really easy to consume, it is also very easy to overconsume. And let's face it, when you have gone out for a night 
at a, at a nice dinner for a nice dinner. Who the hell in their right mind, unless they're driving, sticks to just having one small glass? It's literally like three or four or five, maybe even an entire bottle, a few scotches, shots, whatever. So it's very, very easy to consume liquids. And obviously, with alcohol being in liquid form, it's quite easy to overconsume. Unlike food where you need to sit down and you need to chop at a steak or a burger or whatever, it's very, very easy to just drink these liquid calories. And as a result, it is very, very easy to overconsume. And most of my clients are quite shocked because the first thing that I do when I work with a client at the start is I get them to start to track the all the calories that they are consuming, all the drinks, all the food, everything, right? And most of my clients that are drinking alcohol are very shocked on just how much calories they are actually consuming on a weekly basis just because now they have more of an awareness because they've never ever tracked the amount of calories that they were consuming. And many are shocked with the amount of extra calories that are they're just consuming from their alcohol. And sometimes it's like well over a thousand calories extra a week. And if we put things into perspective, in order to burn 1000 calories at the gym or just in exercise in general, we're talking about multiple very, very intense sessions. I would say on average between two to three very, very intense one hour sessions will get you 1000 calories burnt. So that helps you to put into perspective on just how much extra calories are coming in and what would be needed in order to burn and offset that extra amount of calories coming in. So that is obviously a quite a shock to my clients that begin tracking their calories. And that is one of the main reasons of why when someone either reduces or takes out their alcohol consumption, that they automatically start just stripping weight and they just start losing quite a bit of weight is because the uh, alcohol that they were drinking was very, very high in calories. So that is number one. Number two, sleep. Sleep is one of the most underrated performance enhancing tools, period. And we, unfortunately, as a modern day society, have no problems with chopping hours and hours of our sleep. And the problem with alcohol is that it definitely affects your sleep. It affects the quality of it. It, it affects the cycles of the sleep. And there has been multiple studies that have shown on how you get a different, very different kind of quality of sleep and an affected quality of sleep with alcohol. And it's more of a sedation rather than a rest, a, a deep restorative kind of sleep. And this is a big, big problem because if you are sedated rather than actually getting into those deep cycles of sleep that we need in order to repair our body and to have the kinds of functions and to be functioning at an optimal level from a health perspective, then this explains of why people that consume too much alcohol end up affecting their sleep, which then causes them to wake up feeling the next day quite tired, feeling like maybe they even haven't even had a decent night's sleep, which then affects their food choices, which then affects their ability or wanting to do exercise for that day, wanting to do any movement, and all they want to do is sit around and eat 
chips and watch Netflix all day. So this explains of why it's this kind of looping problem that is associated with excess alcohol consumption and how it interrupts and disturbs your sleep. Number three, let's get into the third one, and that is organs, organ function. Alcohol smashes your liver and it puts heaps of excess load on plenty of organs, mainly your kidneys and your liver. But your liver is the main one that cops a belting whenever you are consuming excess levels of alcohol. And it affects your, and the liver, by smashing and affecting the liver, it affects your body's way of metabolizing carbs and fats and how it stores your carbs and fats. And the problem is if you are affecting your body's way of how it metabolizes foods, then that makes it more difficult to drop body fat because your body wants to hold and store onto those juicy carbs and fats that you are consuming. So it definitely makes it more difficult to drop body fat and it makes it more difficult for you to lose weight as well. So the stress that it puts on your organs is obviously not ideal. And anyone that has known someone that has excessively drunk lots and lots of alcohol over a long period of time would know that then they start developing very, very nasty infections and all kinds of shit happening to the liver like psoriasis or cirrhosis of the liver and all these other kind of nasty things that can happen from long-term abuse of alcohol consumption. So we've spoken about the bad shit that is associated with it. Now let's get into some tips that you can apply if you want to continue to drink alcohol and still lose weight at the same time because it definitely is possible but by applying these three tips it will four tips actually applying these four tips will help you to be able to sustain a way where you can continue to drink alcohol but control it in a way where you still achieve your weight loss goal the first tip that I want to share similar to what I just explained of how I get my clients to track their calorie intake that is going to be my first tip to you and at the moment if you have no idea of how many calories that you are consuming, especially if one of your main goals is weight loss, then you are fucking up big time. Because if you have no idea of how many calories that you are consuming and you have a weight loss goal, then that is a big, big problem. Because the only way that you ever will achieve weight loss. The only way that anyone has ever achieved weight loss is through burning more calories than they have consumed to get themselves into what we call a calorie or an energy deficit. But of course, if you don't know how many calories you are consuming on a daily basis, then how in the world can you ever create an energy or a calorie deficit because you have zero idea of how many calories are actually coming in. So first things first, what you need to understand is that you need to track the amount of calories that you are consuming, including your alcohol consumption. And like I said earlier, what you start to what you'll start to do is develop more of an awareness and have these kinds of moments like shit. I didn't realize how much alcohol I was drinking, or if you did realize how much alcohol you were drinking, maybe you're going to be shocked on how much extra calories 
you're actually consuming just from your alcohol consumption. And usually what my clients end up doing is as a result of them actual, actually having data in front of them, it's quite confronting. And then they're like, fuck, like I don't want to waste my workouts with drinking this excess amount of alcohol. So they either reduce the amount of alcohol that they are having because they're starting to understand of how it's negatively affecting their weight loss goal or they just cut it out completely. They're like, it's not worth the extra calories. And I work damn hard to burn these calories. And here I am just like squandering hundreds and hundreds of calories, extra calories each time I drink alcohol. So you don't get this awareness until you actually track the amount of calories that you are doing. So that would be the first tip that I can share with you. The next tip that I can share with you is to cut out your weekly drinking. I do this with quite a few of my clients that want to continue drinking alcohol. We come up with this agreement. I'm like, fine, you can continue drinking alcohol, but let's at least cut out this this midweek, these weekday drinks because it's like one here, one on the Tuesday, three on the Thursday, two on the Friday. And then before you know it, then the weekend hits and it's about 10 on the weekend. And before you know it, you've had like 15 to 20 drinks on 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 a, in, an entire 7 days span and that is like that's very very high amounts of alcohol and actually the in Australia the definition of a high consumption of alcohol I think for a man is anything that is over 12 drinks and I think that there's plenty of people that go, that are going to listen to this that easily exceed the 12 drinks per week. And I have even worked with clients that were having that in one sitting, let alone having whatever the however many they were having over a week. It was probably maybe 25, 30, 40, which is obviously extreme amounts of alcohol. So if you get into the habit of cutting out your weekday drinks, then obviously that means you're going to end up drinking less because you're condensing the days from seven that you're drinking down to two. And then hopefully you have more self-control, end up drinking less calories. And as a result, end up burning more fat. Number three, the third tip that I want to share with you is have more of an awareness of what's triggering your alcohol consumption. And a lot of the time, I have found that my clients are consuming alcohol and going to the fridge and cracking open a beer or a wine and them not really even making the decision to do it. And literally, it's just become like autopilot behavior. So the point to this tip is that you, if you develop more of an awareness into actually thinking about when you're getting these triggers when you're feeling most like having that beer or having that wine, then you can start to feel the feeling, feel the urge and feel that trigger happening, but not necessarily succumb to it and actually go to drink that wine or go to drink that beer. But of course, this isn't going to happen unless you have an increased level of awareness. So catch yourself feeling that feeling of having a beer at a certain time at a certain kind of weather, having that feeling of wanting to have those wines after dinner or before, and just understanding that just because you get the urge to drink the alcohol then doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it. Now, obviously, you're a big boy, you're a big man, you don't necessarily (laughs) have to not and you can listen to it, but you just need to understand that the more times that you are 
in this kind of subconscious behavior and autonomous behavior where you haven't even really actively wanted to drink. You just found yourself with a beer in the hand or a wine glass in your hand. The further most likely you are going to get away from your weight loss goal. The last tip I want to share with you is probably the most important and that is get some therapy. This, for some reason, we have, us men especially, is we have created this idea and this belief in our mind that therapy is just for crazy people. Therapy is just for people that have completely gone off the edge and I'm not crazy. So why would I go and see a therapist? Why would I go and seek some professional mental help? Unfortunately, we have created this belief system that that therapy is only for these kinds of people. And it's very, very far away from the truth. And therapy needs to be seen as like a personal trainer for your mind and optimizing your belief system and optimizing your software. I always use this as an example. If you have a brand new computer and you are running it on a Windows 95 software, would you expect that brand new computer to run well? The answer is, of course not, because it's running on a very old and very outdated software program. So the exact same analogy can be used for getting therapy. Therapy is just literally about optimizing your mental health. And that is it. I mean, we need to drop these ideas that it's just for crazy people. I don't need to see a therapist or scoff at the idea of someone suggesting therapy, which often I have heard and I have seen. And even I have done this before, you know, years ago, before I started to embrace the idea of therapy and convince some of my clients who weren't doing very well with their mental health. And I have seen over the years plenty of progress and plenty of help that has been as a result of someone just putting their hand up and being like, I just want to shoot this shit with someone. I just want to decompress the, the, the fog and the noise that's going on in my mind and just be able to elaborate on, on unpacking this shit that I'm feeling. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually really good to to be seeking therapy and it's a way of having an expert help you to unpack some of the feelings that you are having and the reason why I'm suggesting getting therapy is I find a lot of alcohol consumption is a way and people consuming alcohol is a way of them masking pain masking trauma and not really addressing the core issues of why they're feeling these these negative feelings and instead they just smash down the alcohol they numb themselves to it and of course it doesn't necessarily it doesn't get even close to addressing the pain it doesn't get close to addressing the trauma it just literally masks it and then of course it doesn't go anywhere so it just comes back and the same cycle happens on again and again so the idea of getting therapy is getting to the root reason of why potentially you wake up feeling shit why you feel the need to ride yourself off with alcohol and develop strategies and have an expert work with you to develop strategies to cope better, optimize your mental health so that you don't no longer need, feel the need to have as much alcohol as you are having. Because I just find that there's plenty of people that are using it as a medicine and self-medicating with alcohol or drugs or both. And obviously, that's not ideal. It's not ideal for 
your weight loss goal. It's not ideal for your mental health. It's not ideal for the relationships in and around you that you have with yourself and your friends and your family and your kids and your wife. And these are the causes of lots of problems. So if you if you put your hand up and just acknowledge that there's nothing wrong with getting therapy and there's nothing wrong with having psychology sessions, it's actually a really good thing because instead of delaying the inevitable blow up, you work on yourself, you feel the pain, you go through it initially, and then you end up having a better life and living with a better headspace. And like, who the fuck in the world wouldn't want to live with a better headspace? Because I know fucking for sure that I've had plenty of benefits that have been a result of me having my therapy sessions. And I think that you should consider it as well if what I have this just described matches your description, or if you know someone that is currently self-medicating with alcohol or drugs or both because they're masking some kind of pain, some kind of trauma, then send this podcast to them and help them to understand that there's nothing wrong with getting therapy and that the help is just around the corner. You just need to throw your hand up. So I hope that you got value from today's podcast, from today's training. I really enjoyed talking about this because this is something that I know many, many people around the world are suffering with. I know many men are suffering with, and often they're suffering in silence with this. So my hope is that by getting out there, promoting the idea of it, that you apply these tips that I've shared with you and you get your life better on track. You get your mental health sorted and therefore you don't have to be reliant on this fucking bottle of alcohol that you might be drinking on a daily basis in order to find the solutions to the problems that you are experiencing. So that's it from me. Let's jump on again tomorrow for another podcast. Let's have some more fun. I appreciate your attention. I appreciate your eyeballs, your ears, and I hope that you have the best night of your entire life. That's it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. Have the best night ever. Boom. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.